with that said, folks, come on in. I want to welcome and thank everybody for coming here. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. Thank you for being part of Truth in Our TV. And, you know, for anybody new, this is a two-part channel. We have the member side, truthandart.tv. For a couple bucks a month, you can support this channel and keep us going. Why? Because this channel has been suppressed by the system. Not just YouTube, but Rumble as well, and the whole system. We've been canceled. This channel has been canceled everywhere. We're blocked, and I'm back on Twitter X with my 250 followers. From the days of 100,000 plus followers. That's the way it is, folks. And, you know, we could try to sue these people, but the battle, the war is real. Information warfare, that's what it is. Join me in this battle. Be part of the battle with me. Be a digital soldier. A lot is happening. Tonight we're going to cover quite a spectrum of issues, as we do all the time. We had a big, big night last night. Hope that you enjoy the show, wherever you may be. Welcome, everybody, on Rumble, DLive, The Foxhole. Those of you watching on BitChute, the recorded live stream, and those of you watching the audio stream, welcome. We begin right here. We've been doing this a lot. Unfortunately, something strange is happening lately. What is happening? What? Former Chiefs wide receiver Devin Wiley. What? Dead at 35. <clears throat> you know the drill? Young age? Sudden? And what? The family did not disclose the cause of death. Everything following the exact same template in this new reality that we are in post COVID reality, and then we have two of them tonight. You decide extreme weight loss star. What? Dead at 40. No explanation. As always, famous people, young, reality star, what? Her cause of death, what is not public at the time of writing? Just Shut up and don't ask any questions. Hurry up. Move on to the next story. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and like we say every night for anyone new to this channel, two words. Plot. Chop. Until proven otherwise. That is the reality that we're in. Plot. Chop. Until proven otherwise. Moving on, a little cultural issues for anybody new to this channel. We like to cover cultural issues. Why? Because this allows us to see what is happening from the biblical standpoint. We are in biblical times, biblical lies. They're, the enemy, the globalists, are setting up their new world order. That just sounds a lot like this biblical one, one world order. But we're not crossing over to that one world order just overnight. We need major psychological operations and major demonic infiltration of the human race. And that is why we cover some of these cultural news. And there it is. Transgender pop star Kim Pitress. 
whoever the demon is, wants gay bands to have sex during concerts where children are allowed to attend. Can you see what is happening? There it is. Whoever this person is, Kim Petra, the transgender German pop star, said, He! This is the dude that thinks he's a woman. Yeah, now that I've, I'm perverting everybody, yeah, hey, we gotta get to the next level of perversion. We gotta get to this antichrist system. Let's get it done. We can't wait. We, the trannies, they are saying. We can't wait to worship our antichrist. We're not gonna call it antichrist. It's gonna be like the cool guy, the cool tranny. Will the antichrist be a trans? Who knows? But anyway, this dude is coming out. He wants gay fans to engage in sex during performances of his current concert tour right there. And so what? There's a bunch of children in the crowd that are allowed to be in the crowd as per the tour uh, location and the rules and all that. Ticketmaster shows that children as young as eight are allowed to attend. So what? And you can read the rest of this perversion. Biblical times, fasten your spiritual seatbelts as Satan's army is continuing to make their big, big move. And then we have this. Wawa Tosa, however you pronounce that right, ass employees to not use Christmas decor in public spaces. And who are these demons? Wawa Tosa, Wisconsin's what? Deputy City Administrator Melissa Cantarero Weiss sent an email in November, what, to city employees asking them to refrain from decorating public spaces with Christmas decorations for the sake of inclusivity. And this is a big, you know, why suggested employees should replace red and green colored religious, quote-unquote, decorations with purple and blue decorations to, quote, reflect our commitment to creating a welcoming and inclusive environment. Yeah, don't mess with our, we, our religion matters. All right, folks, you guys, ultra news. Don't forget, when it comes to Satan's army, these atheists, religious atheist demons, with their, with their Bible and their missionary efforts that are based on rebellion, lack of logic, ignoring of God's word, no faith, hatred towards God and his people, all this stuff, and worship of self. You know, this reli- these religious people, uh, they, everything that represents biblical truth is considered hatred, but they can hate you because that's called inclusivity. And the government can tell the church what to do, shut up and wear your mask, but those of you that are Christians are not allowed to tell the government what to do. Because if you do that, that's called Christian nationalism. Or maybe you're a radical. Or you're an extremist. But they, the extremists, atheist demons, they can impose their will on you because that's called inclusivity. And if you don't accept this, heads we win, tails you lose. We are the Marxist, Nazi atheists, pro-trans demons, then we'll force it on you. They are basically telling us. 
that heads they win, tails we lose. But, ladies and gentlemen, I will say this, and maybe we'll pick up on this theme as we approach the end of the year and into next year, because I'm looking at these comments now that I am on Twitter, X. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, the enemy, the globalists, and the people that hate God and hate freedom and hate nationalism and hate, like, family values, you know, they, in addition to... Uh, having their morality, they lately, especially, they're they're talking a lot about the Constitution and freedom. Get it? Like, you're not even allowed to even call out any evil or perversion or Marxism or, you know, things like biblical abominations because you are against freedom. They're using freedom and the Constitution a lot more lately. As we're going to continue to point out. Next item, I want people to see this. Uh, yesterday, you know, throughout all the time on this channel, we show everybody different examples of things that are happening that could be considered some form of Marxist revolution, violent revolution. Uh, the next chapter is... We begin the broadcast tonight with box after box taken from a FedEx truck that tried to get through a local intersection. It happened around 8.30 last night in South Memphis. Good evening. Thanks for staying up with us tonight. I'm Daniel Wilkerson. Fox 13's Lakia Scott joins us live from South Memphis tonight. Lakia, the driver, didn't make it through before dozens of packages were stolen from the truck. Good evening to you. Good evening, Daniel. And we don't have an exact count on how many packages and boxes were stolen, but we do know that when those thieves jumped onto the back of that truck, they did not hold back. I'm standing here at this intersection. This is Mallory and Riverport Road. This, you can see those skid marks in the middle of the road. This is where that truck driver was at. Now, the video shows the FedEx truck stuck here at Riverport and West Mallory. The driver told police that several men broke the sealed latch on the truck. They got in and started taking boxes and packages away. You can also see that the driver is blocked in by several cars that blocked off the road. Now, as the driver finally pushes right. through the traffic, thieves run after the truck, jumping on to grab more. Now, I spoke with someone who says she drives this route regularly and fears that things could have been worse. My right theory. there, folks. Look, look at these demons. That, there it is. I want you guys to see the visual. Look at these demons. And this woman is coming out. There it is, people. There it is. So now you're not even al allowed to deliver packages without these super-duper big gangs of demons coming out <laughs> and breaking the truck. And, and by the way, as you heard it there, they surrounded the truck. I mean, this is like Gotham City. Put that in your arsenal. Shocking stuff. Shocking stuff. Let that sink in. That's what's happening in this country. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's move on. Let's see, you know, we, obviously we've been covering this intensely. The far left and the far right, they don't like that we're doing this, but um, just, this actually is really picking up from where we left off yesterday. We know that the Israeli Defense Forces, they are one-upping all of Satan's army all over the world, here in this country, all over Europe, all over the Islamic world. And, you know, this tiny little nation, which don't forget, people, the, the soldiers here 
they're not necessarily Jewish. Don't, you know, some of these stupid neo-Nazi people, they think, you know, yeah, it's, Israel is a blending, uh, a, a mixing pot in the Middle East. You know, some of these people are Middle Eastern themselves or Arab or some blacks. There's different types of people, but either way, they represent the nation state of Israel and they're one-upping everybody. And now, as we talked about yesterday, they're recording real-time, unedited footage, laying down the lumber, you know, smash-mouth counter-move of the Islamic caliphates, the Hamas and the Islamic caliphate counter-move. And we're continuing on that Narrative right there. Israel captures Hamas. Governor's mansion. Intelligence headquarters smashes terror infrastructure. Just um, kind of a summary on that, what is happening. I think it's powerful, and it's amazing that no matter what happens, (laughs) despite Greta and the United Nations and the Muslim Brotherhood and all these Islamic nations, you have the far left, all of the alternative, Satan's alternative media people, they're, everybody, clowns in America, they all, everyone panicking about this tiny nation. And the one thing they all have in common is they either ignore, reject the Bible completely, or they do accept scripture, but they're like, oh, no, that's not what all those hundreds of verses, that's not what it means. <laughs> they all have that one thing in common. But no worries, folks. We get to see the power of God and scriptures being manifested. Meanwhile, be aware of this. Gaza children as young as 10 years old and women participated in massive slaughter of Jews in Israel on October 7th. Think about that and shocking stuff. We saw what happened and this new piece of information is coming out. And you can obviously see the images right there. You can see right there, the shocking development, Washington Free Beacon reveal what the children and women joined, not not were victims, but actually joined the mass murderers as they slaughtered Jews in Israel. Think about that. Think about the indoctrination, the shock, and you're actually making hardcore terrorists, and you're using the October 7th event and you guys can read some of that if you want to stop the video, but we're going to move on. But um, just think about that shocking development. And, you know, again, no end to the propaganda. But, again, you got to admire how Israel has been handling this despite all of the globalists against them. <clears throat> but no one should be surprised if you understand the big picture of what is unfolding. And then we have this Senate Democrats. What blocked bipartisan Israel aid package? Right there. The truth is coming out. Yeah, citing lack of Ukraine funding. (laughs) Look at the reason. Can you see what is happening? What? Yeah, Israel. We are the Democrats. No, we are with Israel. Let's do it. Oh, you're not funding our neo-Nazis in Ukraine? (laughs) We can't do it. Think about it. Right there they seem to be allergic to the word Israel. Yeah, that's because, as we said from the beginning of this conflict, October 7th, we said it from the beginning that the Democrats were pretending to be with Israel, and now they are completely demasked. Tuesday, Senate Democrats blocked an aid package to Israel because it wasn't 
linked to Ukraine funding. Two conflicts that have nothing to do with each other. It just reveals the hypocrisy of the left and the Democrats. The, again, dark, we are in darkness to light for anybody new to this channel. That is the purpose of the period, the suffering that we're going through. We're actually uncovering a lot of darkness and the corruption globally. We're seeing who the bad guys are. We are. And moving on, this link, links directly to the next headline. What are the odds? Joe Biden gifts another $10 billion to Iran. You think that would be shocking, but maybe not, right? His total funding to Iran now comes to $80 billion, with a B, $10 billion, and $80 billion since he entered the office. Think about it. Can you see what is happening? And this is one month, right, after Iran back Hamas. Uh, yeah, key word, after Iran back Hamas slaughtered 1,400 Jews in Israel. Can you see what is happening? But, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to throw some of this in the right context. See what you think. We're going to try and figure it out. We're detectives tonight. Right? So, all of a sudden, Biden administration is shelling out this money by letting this transaction take place between Iraq, or like it says that, to allow Iraq to continue to purchase electricity from Iran. And the money's piling up and now Iran is getting another $10 billion from the fake regime. Now, it should make you wonder, if you are Iran, and you are a, just a couple of weeks ago saying, yeah, kill the Jews, attack Israel, we're going to get involved, remember? And now... Biden just gave you another 10 million, uh, 10 billion. Could that be the reason for this? <laughs> Iran tells Hamas all of a sudden, right? It won't be joining war against Israel. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? Now, just for the record, like it says here, Iran claims Hamas did not give advance notice of its October 7th terrorist attack. Yeah, right. We are Iran. We just know, now that we got the 10 billion, we just realize that we don't like the way Hamas went about it. You know, hey, they didn't tell us ahead of time. That's one option. Yeah, all of a sudden, they didn't give us advance notice. And because of that, we will not join the group in its fight against Israel. <laughs> Iran Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei told Hamas head Ishmael Haniyeh last month, yeah, right, that though Iran would continue to offer moral support, it would not get directly involved in the terrorist group's fight against Israel. Yeah, we didn't hear about this. But what? This is according to Iranian and Hamas officials who, there it is, anonymously, anonymously spoke to Reuters. <laughs> yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, they're like, oh, we are, met, we are saying this now that we are saying that this conversation took place back then, you know, back in the day, October 7th. But is that 
all of this unfolding because Biden gave them the $10 billion. Some people think so, and I can understand why. Or I lean towards another theory. Uh, yeah, you'll see what I mean. <clears throat> what happened just a couple of days ago? What is this? Saudi hosted summit condemns Israel. What as Iran leader pays rare visit? <laughs> right there. Can you see what is happening? <clears throat> Is this the real reason? Because if it is, this would go back to Trump's Abraham Accord. Yeah, I'm uh, bin Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Hey, uh, Mr. Ibrahim Rossi. Let me explain. Now that you're showing up to my summit, I'm Ben Salman. I'm Trump's buddy. You know, look, we went through the Abraham Accord. Uh, yeah, this is what you're going to do. Matter of fact, to make it look good, I'll have Biden give you some money. Yeah, wink, wink. Then nobody will go ruin. Look, we are telling you what you're going to do. And I said it about a week or two ago to keep an eye on the Saudi Arabia component of all this. Because I think Saudi Arabia... And we're talking some of the neighboring nations uh, in position to put Iran under submission. And I think this goes back to some of these conversations, this whole thing with the Abraham Accord and so on. And that would go along with Iran suddenly saying, oh, well, you know, maybe we're not going to be involved in this war against Israel. A couple of days after I just met with Ben Salman. Big picture, folks. That's what I think is really happening. <laughs> yeah, the money thing. Yeah, whatever. You know, maybe it something to do with the money. But, um, all right. So what else is happening on the global Watch scene? What is... <laughs> Laugh out loud, right? <laughs> you would think like Jesus Christ is coming out of the car. <laughs> Look at the worship with the double hand. <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the worship of Xi Jinping, the old man, the fake regime. And, you know, some people take offense to this whole thing. What do you guys think? Chinese flags line San Francisco streets for Xi Jinping. <laughs> yeah, folks, I mean, this is like borderline treason. But whatever. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that other countries didn't make big receptions for Trump. We get it. Uh, just be aware of this. And obviously, you guys know what's happening. Biden is worshiping Xi Jinping and trying to secretly talk to him and and everybody, I mean, we see what happened in San Francisco. Yeah, whatever, right? I would say laugh out loud, but it ain't funny if you're in San Francisco, but they got rid of all the homeless people. I, look, 
If that's what it takes to clean up the blue cities, then can we please send Xi Jinping to every blue city? Please, just do it. If that's what it takes to remove the homeless, and they're not even homeless, they're street-dwelling thugs, most of them, if you ask me. Let me know your thoughts, folks. Somebody said, well, no, I'm not going <clears> to... <throat> All right, let's see. There's no... if. Well, some people say that stream is not doing well on Rumble. Well, it's looking great on my end, so we know what that is. Don't complain to me. Go to another channel. I'll deal with Rumble. Email them. All right. But folks, um, a lot on the table there. And moving on, right, uh, we have the presidential election. Things are happening. And some candidates, uh, they ruin their own campaign by telling the truth what when i get into office the first thing we have to do social media accounts social media companies they have to show america their algorithms let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing the second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name that's first of all it's a national security threat when you do that all of a sudden right There, Nikki Haley eliminates herself right on the spot. Listen to it again. She did not mince any words. Don't forget, this is a neocon that loves war and tyranny. She's been fooling everybody. She is about as fake as she gets. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's first of all, it's a national security. How many people? Some. I think she meant some, right? Should be verified. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified. Every person. (laughs) But why? By their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. <laughs> yeah, right. So we're gonna make sure that everyone reveals themselves in order to chase the Russian bot. And the Chinese bots, and what? And the Iranian bots, what is she saying? There it is. Nikki Haley, anonymous social media, a national security threat. All users must be identified. All. You heard it right there. And there it is. Did she? Everybody knows she had no chance of winning. The only two candidates I would even, obviously, aside from Trump, that I would even keep an eye on is obviously DeSantis and maybe Vivek. And honestly, maybe the deep state has some power move. I would put Chris Christie next. And believe me, in my world, Nikki Haley is beyond last on that list. She's a joke. But Did she eliminate herself on purpose? Um, 
Who knows? <clears throat> Nobody knows. You guys decide. All right. What else do we have going on? Then I'm just going to throw... Let's see here. How do I... Some more rounding out tonight, and we have others that are coming out. Joe Manchin, what scared to death of second Trump term, considering presidential run. So, whatever, you guys decide. And he's saying a bunch of stuff, but he is saying here, West Virginia Democrats stress that he is totally, quote-unquote, totally, absolutely scared to death of another White House term for former President Trump, who is the Republican Party's front-runner by a wide margin. But Manchin also said he's worried President Biden has been pushed too far to the left. So, you know, we've been contemplating some of this third party possibilities for Manchin. Maybe he's competing with RFK Jr. to be this middle guy. You decide. And we have others that are making everyone laugh with their shenanigans. Ad lib, referring to you know getting rid of the vermin, using language that Hitler and Mussolini used, and then his press spokesman said, "Well, we're not talking about extinguishing; we're talking about eliminating or changing something without a difference." What kind of language is that for the frontrunner by, by leaps and bounds? He's the frontrunner. Well, that's why I'm here, Andrea, and that's why I'm running against him. And as you know from watching the race closely, I am the only candidate running against Donald Trump. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis seem to be running against each other for second place. Um, good for them. Uh, but, you know, when Nikki Haley stands on the stage on Wednesday night and says Donald Trump was the right president for the right time, when Ron DeSantis continues to defend Donald Trump, um, you cannot beat someone unless you run against them. And the only path to the Republican nomination for president is not around Donald Trump or next to Donald Trump. It is through Donald Trump. <laughs> right. He's admitting that he is not running to solve problems for the American people. You heard it right there. He's admitting it. So you have Nikki Haley imploding her campaign, and now Christie comes out and basically says, you know what? Screw the American people. I'm running just to oppose Trump. Think about it. (laughs) And the fact is, I'm the only person who's willing to do that. I'm the only person with the guts and the experience to be able to do it. And you and I both know why Donald Trump's not on that debate stage. It's because I am. And after I've qualified now for this debate, that means I'll be in every other debate from here forward. We're going to find each other at some point, and I'm going to hold him to account for the fact that he is not fit to be president of the United States. He is unfit by his own conduct. And come this spring, Andrea, he's going to be convicted by a jury here in Washington. And you know who's going to convict him? Mark Meadows, who now has a cooperation agreement with the federal government, he's going to sit 20 feet from Donald Trump in a courtroom right down the street from where we are, and he's going to say Donald Trump committed crimes on his watch and that he lied starting on election night knowingly about the results of the election and instructed others, including Mark Meadows, to commit crimes to try to overturn the election. <laughs> right? 
Yo, Chris Christie, how do you know so much? How, how do you have this in? All right, guys, you guys get it. How does Chris Christie have all this information about the future that we don't know? How do you know that? All eyes. That was a lot of information Christie just gave out. He seems to know a lot. And he seems to be confident of it. While he is saying all that, Democrat Representative Krishnamurthy, right? In Illinois, right? Uptick in anti-Semitism is due to Trump. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And you can read what he's saying. I think we have to kind of lock arms together against the rise of anti-Semitism but also the rise of Islamophobia in the suburbs of Chicago. Unfortunately, a six-year-old boy named... And he goes into this story. But uh, as you can see, without getting into the story about the kid that was murdered merely because he was Muslim by the white, white landlord, which we talked about this weeks ago. And he focuses on anti... the Islamophobia, and then he mentions anti-Semitism and blaming it on Trump saying that, yeah, it's all Trump started all of this ever since certain former president, former president came to the office, started to play upon some of the fault lines between people of color, between people of different religions and ethnicity and national origin, that latent discrimination came to the fore and it materialized into anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, Hindu phobia, discrimination against Asian Americans, Everything, yeah, there it is, people. Everything is Trump's fault. <laughs> and they're saying it with a straight face. Yeah, every, any group that is hated upon by anyone, anywhere, Trump. Straight face. Just be aware of this, moving on. <laughs> As we get closer to tonight, uh, wrapping up tonight's show. <clears throat> yeah, Hunter Biden, what moves to subpoena Donald Trump? <laughs> Donald Trump and Delaware gun case, really? Alleging Trump pressured Department of Justice to bring charges. <laughs> Guys, obviously, Hunter is jumping the shark here. Biden's legal defense team claims that Trump put incessant, improper, and partisan pressure on three former DOJ officials. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Again, folks, I'm going to get into this. Just be aware of this sort of jokey side story as Trump continues to take incoming. Everything is Trump's fault. All hatred and now even Hunter's gun charge Trump's fault. Probably Hunter just in damage control. Who knows? We'll see. And of course, the circus continued. Yeah, there it is. Georgia District Attorney, what? Who charged Trump expects his trial to be underway over election day. <laughs> yeah, so what? We're interfering with an election. She is coming out saying. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis made the comments at an event sponsored by the Washington Post. And if you read some of this book, she's la- I mean, this is laughable. I believe in that case 
there will be a trial. I believe the trial will take many months. And you can read the rest of what she's saying. And look what she said here. I don't. But they're asking her, don't you think you're interfering? I don't. When making decisions about cases to bring, I don't consider any election cycle or any election season. Yeah. <laughs> that does not go into the calculus. What goes into the calculus, this is the law. Yeah, right. These are facts. Yeah, so what? This election thing. So what? He's a leading candidate. We're talking about the president of the United States. Yeah, we don't take that into account. We only care about the law. What? This president thing? You know, silly president. Get out of here. We're so dedicated to the law, we don't have time to focus on this presidential election thing. <laughs> Logical thinking, folks. Is this... Again, I mean, we see what's happening with Letitia James. Is that believable? Yeah, What? get out of my way. Look, we got to do... Matter of fact, during the election, we're going to be in the middle of... Matter of fact, on the day of election, we're going to make sure we have a trial that day. (laughs) Get out of here with this president thing. All right. Common sense. The end is near, my friends. And as we are getting to the near of the end of this... Then we have... The public has a right to know... Pay attention, folks. This is great. Public has a right to know what? Lawyer for Trump... Georgia co-defendant admits he leaked testimony videos to the media. Really? And this attorney, this Trump attorney is coming out admitting that the video that Jen Psaki and Adam Schiff were discussing in that video we played yesterday He's now admitting, yeah, we leaked that on purpose. Think about 5D chess. Think about game theory. There it is. Lawyer for one of the co-dependents, former President Trump, Georgia 2020 election case, has admitted during a hearing Wednesday to leaking videos of another co-dependent's interview, that being this whole Jenna Ellis thing. Keep an eye on this. Former Coffee County elections officials Misty Hampton's lawyer Jonathan Miller told just Judge Scott McAfee that he released a video saying he believes they helped his client. <laughs> yeah, this video right here where Jenna Ellis, ABC News, what published a video Monday in which co-defendant Jenna Ellis stated that Trump advisor Dan Scavino told her the boss was not going to leave the White House under any circumstances. Really? So, ladies and gentlemen, notice that now the real content of the video is being released. Adam Schiff and Jen Psaki in that deceptive interview yesterday, they're making it sound like that Jenna Ellis is now admitting this. What we see is Jenna Ellis is saying, oh, this is what I heard Dan Scavino was saying. <laughs> Sounds like a trap to me. And the enemy took the bait. And now the attorney saying, uh, actually, we leaked that on purpose because it helps my client Trump. <laughs> Yo, Adam Schiff, you should have read the full story before running with this. 
So you guys decide. I think they're walking into a trap, like I said yesterday. And I love that Dan Scavino is at the center of this. Yeah, I said that. And it's because of what my boss has the trump card. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, there it is again. Hearsay. I think uh, definitely Jenna Ellis is working with us for 100%. I don't even think about that. And they're being set up. All right, folks. While all of that is happening, what is happening? Meta is what? Allowing, pay attention, they are allowing political ads that question the 2020 election. What? Put on your military intelligence thinking cap. But they are censoring any doubts about 2024. Now, I can't imagine why they would be doing that. Can you see what is happening? Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. There it is. Meta's social media platform now allow political ads questioning 2020 presidential election. No problem. Even though they banned a lot of people for questioning the 2020 election. Hey, uh, we, we got what we needed, basically the deep state is saying. Hey, Ray Epps, wink, wink, all you guys, Pelosi, oh, oh, Capitol Police, ah, we got it. Yo, everybody, yeah, we got, we got every, Proud Boys, hey, everybody, hey, everybody did their thing, every, we got what we needed. You're allowed to question 2020. Uh, but don't think about interfering with our 2024 operation. I mean, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as far as we know, we haven't seen any election theft dealt with. Look what's happening. Look. Carrie Lake, what, what about this thing in Arizona? Yeah. I'm not giving up, but I'm just saying. Think about it. Company permits fraud claims about past elections, they're saying, but not current or future ones. So the operation to protect 2024 election is officially begun. Let it sink in. Straight up, coming out. Don't you dare. You're allowed to say, yeah, yeah, 2020 was stolen. But get out of here. Don't, don't mess with our 2024. They're saying. All I'm doing is showing everyone the pieces, the moving pieces. We talked about yesterday, right? They're setting up the stage, name-calling Trump, doing all these things. All right, folks, that almost and about wraps it up for me tonight. I'm just going to show you the headline. I'm not even going to get into the video. To wrap up, we know, obviously, we have all these crazy things happening. We talked about yesterday, all this infighting. And there's that union head guy. He is 
interviewing, you know, with Jake Tapper and about this Senator Mullen, uh, you know, threatening to fight him. You should check it all out. And this is the reason you want to be careful how you say things. And no matter what anyone said, and Sean Hannity's already interviewing that Senator Mullen, like, yeah, you told him off. Yeah, I'm... Hannity's basically saying, yeah, it's a good thing you told him off. Yeah, he, I'm not saying he said those words, but guys, is this the type of country you want to live in? And this guy comes out and basically says, yeah, this thing started. First of all, he says, what a shame. Dude, he, he completely makes the Republican senator look like a fool. And then he says that this started some time back when that same senator insulted him some time behind the scenes, a long time ago, saying, yeah, what you're going to do, you know, so, so again, you should ask yourself, is this the type of country you want to live in? And remember, I mean, we have to carry ourselves honorably, you know, if you're a senator, you you might want to, you know, actually, if you're a senator, learn from McCarthy, do it behind the scenes, and elbow the guy, you know, who knows, (laughs) right? The McCarthy elbow, conspiracy theory do it like off not in front of the camera during the actual hearing all right folks that is reality and we got trump coming out with the yeah let bird brain and dick sanctimonious fight it out fun to watch insulting everybody the usual trump with the polls operation but i do want um you know trump is looking forward to the iowa caucuses he said the 61 days but to wrap it up, I did have, you know, I did want to throw this in. I think, you know, this is the big, big story from yesterday. And, you know, we got to stand behind our GOP guys. And one of them is coming out big, standing up for the truth of what happened at the House. One thing. I want my Republican colleagues to give me one thing. One that I can go campaign on and say we did. (laughs) One. Anybody sitting in the complex, if you want to come down to the floor and come explain to me one material, meaningful, significant thing the Republican majority has done besides, well, I guess it's not as bad as the Democrats. (laughs) One thing. I want my Republican colleagues to give me... Right there. Chip Roy on fire calling it out I respect that he's being consistent if you're going to bring down the house over single subject (laughs) then do it all the time But, ladies and gentlemen, again, in fairness to him, I know I was joking yesterday, but for whatever it's worth. I mean, you got to give credit where it's due. Matt Gates did come out again. He did come out supporting Chip Roy and admitting that things, well, here it is, the audio file. Here it is from Matt Gates. Again, he is coming out. I, 
maybe this would be the theme on Truth on Our TV. The, the Matt Gates Cricket? I, I, don't, I don't know how this is happening. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, um, all right, all right. Well, maybe it's because Matt Gates is working on his documentary. You gotta be fair to him. You know, let it go. With that... That wraps it up for me, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to join me on truthonrtv.com. Check out the latest on the member channel, The Road to Maximum Chaos. Folks, this is what it's all about. These conversations are priceless. It's all happening, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, lately on the member channel, we're on fire. And this latest upload yesterday is part three of this special topic. Again, folks. All the different scenarios are now on the table. And don't forget all the ways that you can support this platform. Help me survive. Jump in. Step up. Check out all the links in the description box. See all the ways you can support the channel. Become a member. And ladies and gentlemen, I shall return on Friday night. I love every single one of you folks. I mean that. Show it. And I may be frustrated, but it's in there somewhere. This agape type love. I love you guys. Oh. Share this information, my friends. I'll see you folks Friday night. 8 p.m. Eastern. God bless.